Hey y'all, it's your girl Maria, the spiritual homegirl, and I wanted to do a live, raw, direct, unedited podcast. Y'all know when y'all don't hear none of that fire trackademics production at the beginning of my episodes that I have something that I need to say that just did not have enough time to make it to production. And given that it is technically 529 here on the last day of the Gregorian 2021 I wanted to tell y'all something, but before I do that, let me go ahead and tell y'all my usual note of gratitude like I've been doing for the past five years and three months. Oh, it feels good to say that. Anyway, but thank you for listening, boo friend. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts out there in podcast land, you choose to lend me your ears once a week for about an hour or so, and I hella appreciate that. I wanted to get something off, but I have a feeling, and I know how this feeling goes when it's going to be something more. So ride with your girl. As we prepare to end this supposed Gregorian 2021. Now, for some of y'all that are new to me that have not maybe followed me in the last year, um, or for some of you that might have forgot, no, you know, no pressure. You know, we have been living in a weird state here for the last almost three years. But on this day, a year ago, I actually was recording into the new year and I was talking about the shady and petty history about the Gregorian calendar. The short of it. Is that in 1582, um, a calendar was adopted. Um, basically, an astronomer created a calendar. Pope Gregory XIII put his name on it. He wanted to put Easter into the spring and extend the calendar, which was low key a one up on Julius Caesar in the Julian calendar. A lot of countries don't even follow this calendar. Um, they kind of adopt it out of civility because of uh, capitalism and, again, civility. And they have their own calendars that they navigate through. But I have a podcast about that, and I'm going to link it to my show notes. So if you want to get the history and listen to some things while you unwind for this new year or, or while you give yourself grace because you don't follow this new year, which is what I wanted to jump on mic about, you can definitely click the link in my bio and tap in with your girl on episode 114. I think this right now is episode two. Oh, gosh, 246. Who this year been wild? I don't know if y'all knew, but I literally recorded like 100 episodes 118 I think this year um, and it was actually inspired by the deaths of my ancestors that I had around this very same time last year um, a former boyfriend of mine and we had dated many years but they were still you know like a cool distance but you know it's love it's cool it's whatever he actually died on this day um, and that was one death and then the day before that Shabadu passed away um, I was cool with Shabadu for a time not that we had any beef it's just that you know distance and Shabadu was a a really dope um mentor and learning about things historian wise and he passed and then um I had another person pass that was close to me and I was just fed up I was like I'm fed up (laughs) like I need to I need to figure out a way to channel this grief into something honorable and between planting my garden I planted some seeds I guess with this podcast and I'm really fortunate to be able to um, be here. It's a lot of stuff that's going on. And I don't know if you all feel like you're fortunate to be here. um, But, you know, for anybody that's navigating through this type of state day by day, please give yourself some props. It is not easy. As much as everybody acts like social media, oh, strength, strength, strength. No, strength is admitting your weaknesses. Strength is admitting that you have to cry. Strength is admitting that you need help. Strength is admitting that, you know, you can't do things alone. Strength is realizing that you need outside support. 
Strength is realizing that you need your feelings validated. Even if you validate them, it feels good to have others validated as well. There's strength in that. There's strength in disconnection. There's strength in solitude. There's strength in doing what's best for you. There's strength in tuning out the noise. It's it's a lot of strength that um, or things that kind of define strength that we don't necessarily give grace to. And I would like to invite you all to give grace to yourself. For me, I worked very hard this year and it's not a flex. It's just to tell you why you probably haven't heard from me on the airwaves in a while. And I haven't really said this on air. I haven't really said it on social media. I work multiple jobs and I'm happy. (laughs) I'm happy to do it. But doing that as well as a full time master's program. And the thing about the the program is that um, and and I don't mind. And I've actually said this to my professors and it is what it is. I don't get validated by my degree. My work validates the degree. I've been doing this. So going into school was more of, okay, what am I learning here? And how can I challenge it and kind of rewire it to, to basically help the people that I serve? And I've been blessed to have thousands of hours of experience prior to jumping into school and then having thousands of hours of experience being in school. So it's just been a really big blessing. Um, and then having good marks. while cha- Like all of my projects have been challenging everything I've taught, which is really interesting. And the professors have given me love on that. And as I go into my final semester, I'm just really just fortunate. Um, but I've done a lot. Um, you know, my program that I've done, my 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 actual framework, I have a framework that I've been using for years. And that's been working with my clients. I'm blessed about that. It's just been a lot of good stuff this year. Um, in the midst of a lot of trauma, in the midst of a lot of tragedy, in the midst of a lot of loss, not only for myself, but for everybody. So it's just a blessing just to be here another day. Um, and I really want you all to think about some of the things you've accomplished. And it doesn't have to be super big and it doesn't have to be a laundry list. But if it's something that you're proud of, please celebrate it yourself. Like if you're able to learn how to like one of my homegirls, Dion, matter of fact, shout out to Dion. Dion was a former um, Mental Matters guest that I had on the show about four years ago. And she's one of my homegirls, too. And she had posted publicly, and I don't mind saying this publicly because it was posted publicly, that she learned this year how to be by herself and how to do well by herself. And that's huge. That's huge. Other people might have realized that it is better to shorten their circle or, or make their circle smaller. That sounds simple to some, but that's huge because that's an energy. That's an energy exchange. That's huge. Getting through a depression. That's huge. Getting up in the morning to eat breakfast. When you would have probably sat in bed till three, four o'clock because you simply don't have the motivation. If you were able to get up for one thing, go to the bathroom, wash your clothes, wash your body, brush your teeth, go get some food, go get some water, go make some tea, go cry to your friends or your mom, whoever. That's that's a that's something worth celebrating. So if you're wondering what to do in the midst of such a crappy New Year's Eve circumstance, while there is a variant that continues to, well, I don't know. This, this is weird because it's a mix of everything. I don't even want to go into that. It's a mix of flu, cold, pneumonia, the variants. It, with all this stuff going on, please do not miss the opportunity or decline the opportunity to give yourself props. I told y'all I don't like humble culture because humble culture is weaponized to make you feel like you're less than. You can be gracious and you can celebrate yourself. Anybody that has a problem with how you celebrate yourself should probably be reevaluated. Just saying. 
um, the more we get into these type of state, I realize that, you know, not even just for me, but just looking at everybody else that, you know, the, the time to really self-conserve and preserve self really is, is pertinent. It's low-key and non-negotiable. I have seen people that I was cordial with, not necessarily cool with, but cordial with, really like show themselves this year. Now, granted, people can say, oh, you can't blame people. Yes, I can, to a degree. And this is the mental health professional on me talking as well, because I know sometimes people will go into mental health stuff and then their empathy. And this is my problem with that. Let me go ahead and go on a quick rant. My issue with not just certain, not all, certain mental health professionals and certain spiritualist ideologies is that they're they bypass in a sense. So on one end, you'll have a spiritualist that'll tell you. Oh, well, if you stand up for yourself, that's low vibrational energy. If you're mad because somebody made you feel away, that's low vibrational. Or if you got something happening to this life, it must have been justified because of something you did in a past life. Don't speak up for yourself. That's not spiritual. You should be calm, 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 calm all the time. I disagree with that. I think you should be true to yourself, honor your feelings, honor your emotions because the energy doesn't lie. So you should honor that. Then on the mental health side... It's oh now not all of them now it's not even the majority it is it's like a, a tiny minority I see where they'll say oh well you should just have never ending empathy and I'm like well what about boundaries <laughs> like how does that work I've also seen people say there's not such things as abuse narcissistic abuse and I'm like what the heck I'm not gonna cuss this episode I'm not gonna cuss I'm like okay this guy has a license I think he was in North Carolina Virginia he's like there's no such thing as narcissistic abuse there's boundaries I'm like I agree with you on boundaries but let's not act like abuse doesn't exist because there are people who will realize that you don't have boundaries and they will manipulate you to make you feel like you shouldn't have any or they might make it seem as if since they know you have no boundaries they'll deal with you because you don't know no better and to me that is a human character flaw and that's not fair I feel like these things are a choice. And I understand to a degree you have to have your limits, but we're not saying just let people run amok on you. You feel me? So that's not that's not it for me. But I just wanted y'all to please give yourself grace, kindness, love for this final day. Now, I don't think I went into detail detail about why I don't follow January 1st through December 31st. But my podcast episode, episode 114 that I mentioned earlier about the shady petty history of the Gregorian calendar. I purposely did that for a reason. Because for many years, January 1st to December 31st just did not work for me. Like at first I thought I had an issue with discipline. And I'm like, that doesn't make sense because, you know, a lot of my father figures was military. So I'm like, that ain't it. <laughs> that ain't it. But for some reason, the timing just didn't feel right to me. I'm like, OK, well. It's one thing to have discipline. It's another to force the discipline to where it doesn't work for me. I'm not into force discipline. If I want to do something, I have to do it when I'm ready. I have to do it on my timing. Like it's. It's similar to a book I read about how things work. You have to assess the climate. You have to assess the terrain. You have to assess the troops. You have to assess certain things in order to be prepared to execute properly. And with certain New Year's resolutions and stuff like that or things I wanted to do that I just swore I was going to start on January 1st, it just never worked out. And I realized because I was not moving on the rhythm of my own energy. Now, if I started something on April 1st, if I started something on March 21st, if I started something after my birthday, if I started something on, you know, a, a loved one's birthday that was in Aries season, it worked. How is that? Because I realized and it took me it took me a long time to realize it, but I've been following this for over 10 years now. When I do things on my natural rhythm, 
things change exponentially for me. Ain't enough shade, ain't enough blockage, none of that, sh- none of that stuff. I'm self-editing in the moment, y'all. Bear with me. None of that stuff works because I'm on my own time. I'm on my own energy. I got the support of my spirit team, my God, my ancestors. You know, when it's time for me to roll, they got me. And they got you too, if you down. But for me, I realize once Aries season comes around, that's when really, you know, things happen. And that's why my my little red dress season and stuff like that just goes up. And I do certain things uh, personally and even to a degree professionally because I do understand that, you know, capitalism kind of runs on a <laughs> January 1st and December 31st type of calendar. But um, anyway, but I realized that um, for me personally, my season is Aries to Aries. And even when I look at the nature uh, or nature in the seasons, I'm like, I low key and in, I'm not gonna say I'm in tune with nature, like, oh, I'm just this in tune person. I mean, I, I am, but I'm not saying it in that type of arrogant way. What I'm saying is I always admired how the seasons change. I always admired how things physically look different. You can see proof of seasons existing, cycles, nature, based on how things work in the ground, in the sky. And I realized that and also with, with bears, too. Like, animals, I love animals, y'all. Animals are some of the greatest teachers. Wolves, low-key, wolves were my greatest teacher this year. Wolves. Not humans. A wolf. A pack of wolves. And like, I, if you've been following me, y'all know I was in person with them wolves. Kicking it for um, some hours. And I plan to see them very soon to get more lessons. But wolves are my greatest teacher. Wolves, yes. The animal. The predator. The misunderstood predator that... Um, is targeted but not really understood if man would stop interfering with nature we would learn so much from her and her animals but that's a whole another conversation but what i learned from um the seasons though even like with bears um bears and even wolves there's winter coats and then you know they shed and then you know there's a different coat and then bears hibernate in the winter or you know even the old fables the grasshopper and the ant you know you prepare you know what i'm saying while the sun is out so you can prepare for a cold winter and then if you don't prepare for a cold winter you kind of you kind of lucked out you know so it's just a lot of things i've noticed that really place emphasis on seasons ancestrally speaking my grandmother while compila- uh, compiling some information for some stuff I'm, I'm putting out soon i asked her how did y'all roll on the farm because again my granny was a farm person, a farm girl. They owned a farm. So she was telling me that they would grow stuff in the summer, can it, and prepare for winter. So if times got harder, things got rough, they always had something to eat. My loved one, God rest her soul, she actually, maybe three weeks before she died, she sent us a video of her canning preserves, the way my my great granny taught my granny and them. And I just remember thinking like, wow, everything is about preparation, preparation, preparation. So going back to the seasons and nature, I realized that things appear to be barren and cold and, and empty and quote unquote dead, but they're really not in the winter. It's preparation for the bloom and the reboom. And that is why I love the season so much. And I think energetically, that's how I operate as well. I think there's a lot of people that operate like that as well for themselves. I also know people that operate for their own birthdays. Like Virgo season is their new year or cancer season is their new year or Gemini season is their new year. And my thing is follow what works for you. If it doesn't feel like the right time to be your new year, it's okay. Honor that. Honor that. And if January 1st don't feel right for you, make a list of what it is. 
What is your favorite part of the year where you feel alive? It might not even be your birthday. Your birthday might be in October, but you might come alive in March. Like figure out your time, figure out what works for you and then roll on that and see what happens. Somebody gave me a comment in my on my um, Instagram page. Hold on. Let me shout them out on the low. Who made the comments? Well, there was a couple. Leonore Coer, shout out to, uh, I'm sorry, Lenore. Lenore Coer, shout out to you. She said, I thought it was just me. Thank you for giving me language on what I've been feeling for so long. March is forever my new year. And I'm like, I feel you because <laughs> low key, March 21st is my new year too. And then Brightay 1982 said, wow, now you got me thinking if I should start my new bullet journal on September for my 40th birthday. I'm actually open to it. Like that is what I love to see. I love to see people move on their own rhythm because when you're moving on your own rhythm, you are on the path of least resistance. Oh, I'm about to start preaching, but I don't want to do it today because I got other things I need to uh, do. Um, I got some I'm giving my test club tomorrow. I'm about to throw a discount, but I need some I need some information. But um, hmm. so I'm drinking some cilantro moringa tea right now. It feels good when you go to the garden. So I, I'm telling y'all, don't sleep on gardening. I'm going to bring somebody that gardens to the show again very soon. Gardening has low key. <laughs> it's been amazing. I love gardening so much. It's an ancestral art form, number one. If you know me, I've grown up um like watching my granny and stuff and granddaddy and talking to them extensively about gardening and their time on the land. And we had a quick discussion about well not quick. <laughs> um we had a discussion about sharecropping and it's it's been a lot of stuff that I just under, I just learned. Um, a lot of, and I talked about it on Instagram too. Um, I know I'm all over the place, y'all. Bear with me. We just rolling today. But I know the whole kings and queens. We come from kings and queens. We come from kings and queens. That's a great statement and that's factual. But I really want people to understand that their direct lineage is also regal as well. It's also regal as well. It isn't just the ancient kings and queens from 5000 BC or from 1400 AD. It's not those. It is your great granny, your great great granddaddy who was out here working the land to be able to cultivate something from seed with nothing but soil, care, water and sunlight. That's some real high level manifestation. I know nowadays manifestation goes into material things. Can you manifest the Rolls Royce? Can you manifest the big house? But when uh, or manifesting big plots of land, that's cool. And that's cute. That's cool and that's cute, right? But what good is having all the material stuff if you cannot be able to self-sustain? It's all well and good if you have a big old house and a big plot of land, but if something shuts down and there's no access to food, can you grow on that same land? And I'm not saying that to be a B.I. or to be a um, or to be rude, but I'm serious. That to me is high level manifestation when you can manifest things to not only survive, but sustain generationally to me like in terms of everyday life as in what we gonna eat today how we gonna sleep today to me i think that's just as as just as good as a rolls royce because the rolls royce gonna break down at some point the rolls royce don't last forever the house might last for a long time but all it takes is one natural disaster and you out of there but no matter what if you could make something sprout from a tiny seed with faith Sunlight, water, love, and care in, in ancestral DNA. I look at that as ancestral DNA as well. 
Like, that's some real powerful stuff. So I'm just saying, man, like if you into like learning more about yourself, life lessons, I highly suggest you start learning how to grow food. That will teach you a lot. It will teach you a lot. I know for me, I've had a garden. This will be my, oof. Technically, this is, let me see. It's like my seventh season. My seventh season straight growing something, whether I was in Atlanta or in L.A., it's taught me so much about patience. Ooh, patience, trust, faith, re-adapting. Because I've had situations where cats done, done kicked up my stuff. And matter of fact, me and a cat came to an agreement um, two months ago. The cat kicked up my stuff. And I was like, are you serious? You got me messed up. And once I caught the cat, I said, hey. And the cat turned around, looked at me. I said, I know you've been kicking. You kicked up my stuff. I said, luckily, I just planted that stuff a few days before, so it was easy to kind of, you know, maneuver. But I said, I know you did it. I said, look, I don't want no problems with you. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to have to, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to be in a position where I'm fighting with you. So look, if you leave my plants alone for two weeks, I promise you, I will plant you some catnip and I will leave it for you. The cat looked at me for about five seconds straight. I said, we got a deal. The cat sat there and looked. A few seconds later, that cat took off, like just kind of walked off. I said, okay, cool, because me and the cat got to understand it. And that cat has not messed with my plant since. <laughs> so I guess I owe that cat some catnip. I'm going to go get me um, some seeds now, catnip. And um, they should have some seeds in stock. But I'm going to get some seeds for my cat. Uh, the, the, well, it ain't my cat. It's, it's the cat that belongs to the block. That's the cat that kind of runs the block. Um, apparently, it's a cat crew because it's a couple of them that I'll see um, on the property every now and then it's a different cat but anyway I don't want to text from the story because I know me I'll go on a tangent but yeah so what I'm saying with that is you know it teaches you a lot about something you know like it in this case anger management making peace with your quote-unquote enemies you're gonna hear that story again too trust me okay but um what else I want to do you know what I haven't done in a while hmm I have not Oh, do I want to do the cards? No. Okay. I think I want to pull some cards. I've not pulled cards on this platform in years. I have, um, I kind of grew out of it. I kind of want to just kind of do something different and go in a different direction. But I am being guided to run the cards back i cannot believe this let me go to my bookshelf okay okay so all right so i guess it's time to pull some cards so I guess we will do this live. Let me put this mic down. Ah, this is interesting. I cannot believe I'm doing this. But this is going to be fun. It's been a very long time. I was inspired earlier this week to do this because as much as I don't like general readings, Sometimes, and you know, sometimes they can help. All right, 
One, two, three piles. Dare I make this about 2022? Good growing in 2022. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Okay. All right. So before I interpret these, I need y'all to pick a number between one, two, and three. I'm going to give y'all a few seconds. We record in real time. Yes, that is LA in the house making noise. Pick between one, two, and three. Because we about to go with the numbers right now. All right. If you have picked pile one, two, or three, here's pile number one. Pile number one is saying you need to dream more, boo-boo. You are not tapping into the shadow side of what you want versus what's going on. You need to get clear about what you want to do. And figure out how you're going to do it. And you're probably not dreaming big enough. You're probably accepting the realities of your current circumstances. And that is what is stopping you. So, pile number one is saying to get some clarity through getting clarity of what you want in terms of what your dreams are. Me personally, I was always told, this is a very common phrase, if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. I don't fear nobody but my mama and the wrath of God because clearly we see how that can go. But at the same time, um, the dreams have, I'm not saying that you have to be terrified of your dreams, but it has to be to where it's like, whoo, that's a little big. You know what I'm saying? Once you have a dream where it's like, yo, like this is huge. This is a lot. I I don't... (laughs) I don't know. Like when you have a feeling where you're like, I've never done this before. It feels a little uncomfortable. That's how you know you in real life dream mode right there. Because this is something beyond your current scope of reality. So that is pile number one. Okay. Pile number two. Pile number two talks about power. You either abusing it or you not using it enough. Now, again, these messages are not just the end all be all. This is just 2022 advice just rolling to the new year to kind of be mindful of. I don't like anybody to predicate their entire life based on things like divination or, or cards or even astrology. I feel like those things are tools and you work the tools. The tools do not work you. OK, because then that will lead to a parasitic relationship. And then nobody has time for that because we know that parasitic relationships where you depend on a bunch of people to do stuff is a form of energy vampiring or a form of energy drainage. So going back to power two, power, you need to determine how you're using your power. If you are not getting things done in your life, you might not be using it enough or somebody might have abused your power and um, found a way to manipulate your power into making you think that you don't have any sometimes we get in relationships with folks and this is not always romantic sometimes we involve ourselves in relationships with people where we do not have our boundaries established and i'm not blaming you for that because we all have been there anybody that says they haven't is a liar but 
when we realize that we're not in a happy place or we're not in a place that appears to be beneficial for where we are and the people around us that we're close to are kind of contributing to the circumstances by um, taking advantage of us in our weakened state, that is where we start to figure things out because we're unhappy at that point. I call it like somewhat of a bottom, a bottom point where we're like, I'm tired of this. I got the change. You might be in a point like that if you're not using your power enough or you might be heading there. Becoming increasingly frustrating, increasingly unhappy. It's time to boss up. So if you're not utilizing your power, it is time to figure it out ASAP. What does standing in your power look like? What can you do? Figure it out. If you are having problems with people because you are a little too bossy, you might want to check your ego. Now, ego to me, I don't think ego is a bad thing. I think that ego is a thing that can protect us from a lot of BS. But I do think that when we don't check it, it can get harmful because we'll start throwing our weight around as if we just this this too hot to try. And I feel like, again, like I said, I'm always down for confidence, but I'm not down for arrogance. Confidence to me is standing in your power. Arrogance is using that confidence to make you seem like you're better or exalted higher than others. And that's a bunch of BS too. Now, there are certain behaviors that we don't tolerate from other people and there's certain things that we might have grown out of that people still do. But given that everybody's on the journey like we are, that doesn't mean that we're better than them. That just means that we came to our conclusion or our realization about the need to change at our point and they haven't gotten there yet. So it's not really a thing that I like to shame people for unless you're doing like, you know, red flag behavior, stalking, abusing, um, and, and things of the like. But again, pile two, Get your power together. Either reclaim it, recognize it, or, or scale it back if you're doing too much. And um, when you start to do too much, you'll know. People will start clashing with you, and you'll notice that there's a common denominator with the people you're clashing with. And it won't be them. It'll be you. And that'll be a, a place where you have to determine, how do I talk to people? Because sometimes a lot of these things are also done through proper or, or excuse me, improper or lack of, of proper communication. Sometimes we'll be so bossy that we'll talk to people like there are subordinates and that's not what's up. So, again, pile two, please check your power. Now, pile three. You might need to figure out a strategy. You might be going through something right now to where there's a blockage. And you need to figure out how you're going to create some type of diversion or strategy to get out of that situation. You're going to have to think and plan your way out of whatever is going down. If you want to live your life and you're realizing that there are some blockages, you need to figure out what's in your way. Like clearly define that. What is in your way right now? Who is that diversion? Is that who you is it habits? Is it behaviors? If it's not internal, who is it outside of that? Are you buying into a bunch of drama? Are you just living a life full of high drama? Is your is your life low key looking a little reality showish? You might want to pause and figure out how you could sit still to use your wits and that awesome brain of yours to get yourself into a better situation. It's saying that you're going to have to trust not only your brain. Well, low key, depending on um, certain papers, um, people will say intuition is a brain thing. And to a degree, it is. Um, it is. But it's saying you're going to have to use that brain to get out of it. And I, and I will say that that is intuitive. People say it's your gut, but <laughs> it's a gut brain connection. So it's saying you're going to have to build that tuition up, boo boo. 
to get out of that situation. So that is 2022, pile one, pile two, and pile three. I am really excited about that. I haven't done that in a long time. Oh, man, that felt good. I think I'll start doing that with my clients more often. That was fun. Um, And also, hint, hint, my books are going to start opening up very soon for clients. I've had people ask me, and I've been working on um, some things. Because, again, like I literally see dozens of clients a week, whether groups or individual clients. So I just wanted to really make sure that I wasn't BSing with people that were asking. I wanted to make sure that I had the capacity to really serve the way I want to serve. And after some months of um, regrouping and, and considering some things, I am there. So um, again, text the word homegirl10 to 81493. Text the word homegirl10 to 81493. Third time, because three is my favorite, one of my favorite numbers. Text homegirl10 to 81493 and you can get first dibs on the announcement but i'm also doing something tomorrow as well um that will be um it's a bit of a flash sale to a degree (laughs) so check your emails or in your text messages tomorrow okay um what else is going on is that everything i want to say i have not done an episode like this in a while i don't know if y'all can hear me smiling i'm so happy to be back on the mic i am but tomorrow i can say as of right now as of 608 p.m uh Pacific time, standard time. Me and Josh Sun from Far Eye Studios Art. He is a Tantra expert. Ironically, he has a um, Tantra challenge that's starting back up in a few weeks. We're going to talk about all things Tantra. I'm a woman of my word. I said that I was going or I strive to be a woman of my word as best I can. But I told y'all that I was going to do an interview with y'all son and we have that interview scheduled um, tomorrow. So we'll be talking about all things Tantra, all the questions that y'all submitted through the text and the email club. I got every single one and we're going to go through every single one. So thank y'all for interacting with me and thank y'all for being active. Um, And people have asked me, how can they support me? And there's multiple ways. And I believe closed mouths and closed throat chakras don't get fed. So let me just explain it. Support can be free. Um, and it can also be paid so you can support me all the way. I mean, I have content. You can share my content with people as long as you, you know what I'm saying? Just share it, share it with somebody, save it, um, and share it, um, for the engagement for the social media algorithms, which I despise, but that's another conversation. Um, you can tell people to sign up for my text list. If you bought any type of clothing from me, you can take a picture showing your clothing. Please tag me, um, and, and tag spiritual homegirl on the hashtag so I can see it. Um, what else can you do? You can buy some of my merchandise for others. You can support some of the upcoming things I have going on. I have a lot of good stuff I'm launching next year. It's already done. There's nothing to create. I'm basically executing ideas I've had years ago. And it feels good to kind of get those out because I have so many ideas that I have this year. But you can support me in so many different ways. Um, you can... Listen to my podcast. You can subscribe to the podcast, however you're listening. You can leave a review. If the platform that you're listening to has a review option, you can leave a review. You can tell people about the podcast. There's so many things you can do. Oh, and for those that don't know, I ship worldwide with my merchandise. So shout out to the UK. They've been shopping in Canada. Y'all see y'all. I see y'all. Y'all been supporting. We do ship overseas, okay? Shipping has been fairly quick, too. I was actually pretty proud of that. Mm. Sorry, y'all had to finish this tea before it got cold. But 
yeah, there's so many ways you can support. Just get the word out at this point. I really would like people to get the word out. And if you would like to support what I'm doing financially with your dollar, you can definitely do so at spiritualhunger.shop. That is all I ask for. And also, if you follow me on social media and you're not signed up for my off-app channels, that is another way that you can support me as well. Again, like I said, texting the word homegirl10 to 81493 or signing up for my email list at spiritualhomegirlpodcast.com. You can scroll to the bottom and sign up through your email that way. To me, that's very important. The reason why... Do I feel like going there? <sighs> yeah, let's just go there. Social media is a, is a farce. It's a scam to me, to me. And I know that sounds like a very extreme hot take, but to me, I just feel like for the apps to not really move properly in terms of information securing, like, you know, information um, security, um, hate speech, um, censorship. I just feel like it's, I feel like social media is taking a turn And I think that now that we've seen what prolonged social media effects look like, we are going to see the fallout from that as things continue to happen. We see scam bots that are constantly recreating accounts, putting those real accounts in jeopardy because people are are reporting all the accounts not knowing any better. People are getting scammed off social media. It's just a lot of mess. And I just feel like it's growing into something that's not easily controllable anymore. Like it used to be a situation where if, if somebody was trying to scam they were gone. Now it seems like they're inundated with spam bots promoting all sorts of uh, trifling debauchery. Um, you know, the fake Forex people, the fake, um, you know, um, OnlyFans girls, they're fake. Um, the fake accounts of people impersonating you and trying to solicit readings. I had that happen to me once. Luckily, the account was gone by the time I got word of it. Shout out to y'all for being so thorough with that because y'all had my back. So I really appreciate that. But it just speaks to a bigger problem of how these apps are unable to control their own platform. To me, that's what I see. Yeah, we can talk about the the vax, anti-vax, misinformation or information, depending on what side you're on. I'm not even talking about that. That's a whole nother issue. Then you have issues of hate speech and then you have issues of where's your information going. Then you realize you're being tracked across apps and stuff like that. It's just weird. And for me, it's like I rather connect with people that want to fool with me off app because those are the ones that really value what I do. It's not just that I'm on the fence to see what she's talking about. It's, oh, no, I want to fool with her because I, I support what she's doing. So if you are not subscribed to any off app channels like my text list or my email list, you can do so at texting the word homegirl10 to 81493. Or you can click, like I said, my show notes. It'll take you to the link to my email list. Or you can go to spiritualhomegirlpodcast.com and enter your email. Again, you can support by subscribing to the podcast. There was somebody who didn't know that I had a podcast on Instagram. And I said, oh, I didn't. I have not done a good job of promoting my podcast. Or that person might have been new because I was promoting the podcast episode almost every day. Through my podcast marathon. Remember, I podcast. I was doing a podcast marathon from like top of the year to like April 18th. Like, I think I even podcasted through my birthday. So, you know, it's it's a lot. But sometimes people need a reminder. So um, those are ways you can support me. If you got a couple of extra dollars, you want to invest in a, you know, um, adult business that is here to help people navigate the journey of the unknown, the unexpected, like a boss, you can buy something. I have a lot of stuff. So I didn't talk about the homegirl shop. So I revamped the homegirl shop and I'm on a constant revamping status with this, which is really interesting. So a lot of my t-shirts come with 
products like other stuff challenges checklists the whole nine so you actually get a two-on-one product with my stuff and i don't know if y'all knew that but um i have one for capricorns and we actually have a zodiac shirt challenge that's gonna actually be limited like i'm gonna actually um i don't know I, i might i might tweak I might tweak what's in the store, but I won't do it for a few days. I'll let it rock and let spirit guide me. But I have a Zodiac challenge product for every sign. Every sign. All you got to do is go to spiritualhomegirl.shop and check the collection that has the Zodiac shirts. And you'll see I have a, a sign or a phrase for every single Zodiac sign plus a checklist that keeps you on point with different activities that you can do relating to your sun sign. Now, you don't have to necessarily do it for your sun sign. There are some people who kind of relate more to their moon or kind of are in the Venus stage of life right now or a Mars stage of life or Jupiter stage of life, which is in Pisces, which is freaking amazing right now. But whichever placement that you relate to the most in that sign, you can get a shirt and a challenge and it'll keep you on point with many activities to do. Also, I have um, other things and in, in hoodies and stuff that have challenges. I'm actually a, I have guided meditations. I have that as well. I have a lot of stuff on my shop um, and I have not done a good job promoting it. So that is on me. Again, I'm never above my own advice. I'm never above being um, like I'm not right all the time. You know what I'm saying? I'm not perfect. So that's my bad for not telling y'all. But y'all are going to hear a lot about that more because I realize, again, closed mouths and closed throat shockers don't get fed. So homegirl.shop, spiritualhomegirl.shop has a lot of good stuff um, for everybody. Again, this is a mix of spiritual, mental, emotional wellness tools that I've created myself. I didn't buy no white label stuff. I didn't do any of that stuff and put my name on it. No, this comes from my brain and my brain alone that is here to help people navigate the journey of the unknown and the unexpected like a boss. Now, if you're signing up for the text list, you might want to do so before noon tomorrow, January 1st. The reason why is because I'll be sending something to everybody that will allow them to get a nice homegirl price <laughs> homegirl price yes yeah, so basically a, a special price um provided that something um that we do something um so it's like a you know click a link answer some questions and you know what i'm saying I'll, I'll show some love on the on the store so if you have not signed up again for the text list text homegirl10 to 81493 or click the link in my show notes to sign up for my email list because that email and that text message will go out tomorrow around 12:30 Pacific Standard Time. It's already preloaded and ready to go. So that is all I have, y'all. I'm going to go ahead and call my granny before she go to bed. Well, no, she's going to probably be up, but it's always I love talking to elders. That's like one of my last people I love to talk to at night because their words sit with me and stick with me a little longer. When I talk to them at night. So, yeah, I don't know what you all are doing for the rest of the year. But please, like I said earlier in this episode, if you have not cleaned your mirror, clean your mirror. Now, I know there's a lot of, you know, conversation about the traditions and, you know, and being over capacity and not wanting to clean the house because it's too much. I don't know if people know, but, you know, in our culture, in our community, you know. We clean our houses and make sure that we welcome, you know, good stuff and clean stuff. And we let go of, you know, the bad and and the old and welcome the new. And sometimes some people, you know, don't have the capacity to do it. Or they're like, hey, I cleaned my house and I still had a crappy year. So, you know, whatever reason (laughs) that you don't want to do the tradition this year and you're not in the mood to clean, I respect that. That's your decision and that's your choice. But please, man, consider cleaning your mirror so you can see yourself clearly. In more ways than one. Okay. So I love y'all. Again, don't forget to follow me. 
let me not say follow me because honestly i'm getting tired of social media if you already follow me on social media which is spiritual homegirl everywhere sign up for my text list please that's pretty much what i'm asking for at this point you're going to probably hear me promote the text list very hardcore this year giving y'all a heads up so text the word homegirl10 to 81493 if you live in another country shout out to india india be showing love india be out here listening hey india hello indians hello hello thank you for listening to me but I have some followers from India, too, which is really dope. If you're in the UK, shout out to you. For what I understand, my text list is international. I had a little hiccup with some Canadian um, subscribers, with one or two. And that was because their actual cell phone company did not allow for me to text their customers. Or not necessarily me, but the, the, um, the, the company that I use. So... Um, if you are an international person and you don't get a message from me with your opt-in, like if you text the word honker10 to 81493 and you don't get a reply back, hit me up at maria at spiritualhomegirl.com and then I'll just send you the link to sign up for the email list because I do know that certain cell phone companies don't necessarily do international um, text messaging companies. So or or platforms or or software. So that might be a, a little hiccup. So if you are an international subscriber and you have an issue, definitely hit me up through email. Um, like I said, Maria at spiritualhunger.com. Give me your phone number. I'll try to look and see if it's in my system. If it's not, then that's cool. Um, I'll delete the email because I'm not going to keep your information. And then I'll just send you a link to sign up for the email list so you can opt in on that because we don't we don't uh, pre-register folks no more. OK, because that's illegal. So um, with that being said, enjoy the rest of your evening. If you celebrate um, New Year's, happy New Year to you. Um, may it be a, a beautiful, peaceful, prosperous New Year 2022. If you don't celebrate, you are well within your right. Happy Friday to you, boo-boo. I hope you have a beautiful Friday <laughs> and a day off. Hopefully you got the day off um, because we see our capitalism working in, in the United States. But that's a whole nother conversation. But don't forget to definitely tap in with me off app. Stay tuned. I got some really good stuff. If you're already subscribed to my email or text list, check your uh, your your boxes tomorrow um, after 12 p.m. It's going to come out 1230, actually 1215, 1230 within that time frame. And then um, you'll be hearing from me again with Sun about Tantra and how you can use harnessing your sexual energy um, to your advantage. OK, it doesn't have to always be carnal, physical, lustful sexual energy sometimes it can be energy transmuted to help yourself um succeed and 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 discipline yourself and develop yourself for your highest good okay so i love y'all and i will catch y'all on the next spiritual homegirl podcast and remember trust the journey and trust yourself and always make peace with the day okay love y'all peace